Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, welcome to the vodcast, welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. I'm Nick. I'm not Dean, I'm Brian. And we are two of three members of Convincing Idiots. We are a podcast of typically three, but today two, probably, I guess you could say, Brian, best friends, uh, like very best friends. That's right. Uh, we talk about all kinds of nerd and pop culture topics. We're from three typically different generations, but right <laughs> here we are representing the oldest and youngest here. Yes. Uh, yes. Myself, Nicholas, I am the millennial. Brian here is a Gen Xer, and uh, we like to talk about all kinds of things, whatever comes up, really, whatever mm-hmm. kind of common interests or uncommon interests we may have. Um, we can be found on Facebook and YouTube by searching for Convincing Idiots. We are on Instagram at Convincing underscore Idiots. We are on Twitter at Convincing Idiot. TikTok at Convincing Idiots. Or you can drop us an email, and that's at ConvincingIdiots at gmail.com. Uh, we are available wherever you like to listen to podcasts, so just go ahead and ask your home assistant device to play the Convincing Idiots podcast. It's a really cool party trick, so check that out. So... Brian, we're, 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 give us the rundown. What's going on? Why, why are we a two-man show today, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, this is happened a few weeks ago. So, Dean, you had, uh, a few weeks ago, you and I did a episode on our own. Yes, the highest-rated oh, episode. Is that highest, the, one the highest-rated episode? Yes, one of the uh, least offensive episodes ever. I believe, I believe it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because Dean had his first vaccine shot uh, through work. And today he had a second shot, and we know the second shot, if you if you have one of the uh, brands, you have to have two shots. The sec- second shot's been hitting a lot of people uh, kind of hard, so a lot of people are having some, you know, they're wiping them out a little bit for a day, uh, fatigue, some minor side effects and all that. So that's what happened to uh, poor Dean today. So he's just kind of down for the count. And Yeah. Now, yeah. I will say, I, I've heard a lot of instances of people, like you said, Brian, uh, having certain side effects or feeling just real run down or whatever mm-hmm. have you. Dean is the first case I've heard of anyone I know, and that is including my grandparents who are like in their 80s, um, that have actually had their ass kicked by both shots. So yeah. Dean is 0-2 against the vaccine, and I know no one else who has uh, that scathing of a record against the uh, COVID vaccinations. What say you? Yeah, it's like uh, it's something to do with the level of, you know, uh, decency or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't know. Some yeah, yeah morality. Yeah. It, 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 morality. If you have morality, your morality right. cells tend to fight off a little bit right. of that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. okay. So that's some All some right. some effects there. I'm sure it's uh, in the impacting. I get my second shot Saturday, so I expect to have zero side effects. Zero. Right. Yes. Zero. Yeah, you will have the the ultimate yeah. moral high ground. Yes. Yes. If I have any side effects, I mean, we uh, complaining to uh, Pfizer uh, uh, promptly. You know. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So uh, we're doing some. Yeah, you know, we had a few things planned today. So we were going to talk about the Justice League uh, on, and another superhero bracket with uh, eh, Batman eh. versus Hulk. So those are kind of out the window today so we'll come back we'll bring those to you soon but uh so we thought we'd catch up on some pop culture topics nick so yep. uh you and but and dean actually i have not seen it yet but uh, you watched the uh, uh king kong versus godzilla movie on hbo max this weekend so that is correct yeah yeah what did you think i again i haven't got i'm, I'm not opposing it i just haven't mm-hmm. gotten to it yet just because of time so what were your thoughts sir 
Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I we talked about it on one of our uh, previous episodes. Might have been the last one that that came out, but uh, you know, I was I was looking forward to it, but with a little bit of hesitancy because I wasn't super thrilled with the Godzilla movies they've put out. However, I did really enjoy the King Kong one. Um, so I kind of thought going into it, um, you know, maybe not to expect too much in, in the way of like storyline or things like that. Um, it, it was pretty much as advertised, I think. Um, but it was entertaining. Like I, I really, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Um, I thought the, um, without going into too much detail, I thought the, uh, human characters in the movie, uh, provided a good amount of, it was, it was a good balance, right? It's it's two massive monsters fighting each other. That's clearly the focal point. Um, but there was some good comedic relief there and you found yourself, I, I found myself at least pretty interested in what the, the humans were doing throughout the movie. Um, you know, obviously, Brian, as you can imagine, without having seen it or just having seen the trailer, visually, it's pretty kick-ass. Like, there's some cool scenes. Sure. And uh, the battle scenes are, are really cool. Um, so, yeah, I was, uh, like I said, it was, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't like it as much as, like, Kong Skull Island still. Hmm. Um, but I did, I, I was very, it was very good. It was very good. I, I liked it. Yeah. I'd give good. it, uh, if 10 is the highest, I'd probably, I'd give it an eight. Okay. Uh, seven or an eight. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was good. I think you'll like it. Solid rating. Yeah. I, yeah, honestly, I, I don't even really remember Kong. I saw it, but I, I couldn't maybe really even tell you the plot to it. But uh, so I'm glad yeah. it was a action packed and yeah. Now we, we talked about this on the last episode, the, you know the 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 first Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston. It was like eh, too. It was just I we weren't into the human story. I think yeah. we agreed on that. It's just we wanted to see monsters. That's what we wanted. The Godzilla movie, and this sounds like that delivered better. Yeah, that was Dean. Okay. By the way, I actually looked okay. for. I like the balance of the two. That's actually what I like so much about Kong Skull Island. Okay. Um, uh, John C. Riley to me stole the show in that one because he was this guy that had been lost on this island since, you know, I, I don't know if I remember if it was the Vietnam War or what, but he was oh, just on this island. Or, no, it right. was taking place during I think the Vietnam War. It, I don't remember exactly the the specifics, but he was stuck there. But it was a good human interest story, and he was also he served as the comic relief in that as well. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was a good movie, but yeah, I, I like a good balance, right? I mean, I, I know that I know we're here to see a giant ape fight, a, a giant lizard or whatever, breathing fire. I understand <laughs> that, you know, maybe I'm one of the few that's looking for a human interest story and all this, but, uh, I like the balance. I like that if they're going to put human characters in it, I want to be able to follow their story too. And, and at least provide me with some sort of, you know, reasonable, idea of why other than you know being crushed alive obviously like what's going on in their lives how they tie into all this and all that stuff so um but yeah it was it was good it was it was interesting um i i felt uh we as podcasters were very well represented in the movie and when mm-hmm. you see it you'll you'll see why okay <laughs> very good now i noticed that uh it actually is performing ver- it's i think it's the best performing movie in a theater since the pandemic uh, kind of killed everything so Oh really? Uh, this, okay. Yeah. So this is as of like last week, but uh, it had grossed, uh, let's see, a 70 million in China, which I guess is not a surprise for a Godzilla movie. It's going to do well probably, mm-hmm. and a total take of 122 million. So, uh, yeah. So it's uh, looking pretty good. 
So I'm sure Warner Brothers is very happy about that to make some money back here. So, yeah, it seems like more people getting it's already surpassed uh, Wonder Woman 84. You know, mm-hmm. but that's I guess that's sort of understandable. That was a Christmas time. It's still a lot of uncertainty. And right. You know, and more people are getting vaccines now to where like, yeah. people are feeling more comfortable at this time with actually, you know, going out in public. I know I can already see the change in, you know, uh, our behavior with my family, just the, the things mm-hmm. that we're starting to do more and more now, as opposed to what we would have been doing at Christmas time, just because, you know, I mean, uh, Robin, my wife does have the vaccine, uh, cause she mm-hmm. works with the schools and things like that. Um, so she's feeling, you know, better about doing things like that. And, you know, we're still being careful and doing all the things we're supposed to do, but, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to getting mine lined up and, get that underway but yeah i mean i think that's definitely a big part of it and obviously you know people have been feeling covid fatigue for a long time <laughs> but now sure. is the time where you can start to again while still practicing all the safety measures and things like that that you're supposed to do for everyone's safety but i mean now you feel a little bit better about uh maybe i don't know i don't want to say a light at the end of the tunnel um but Definitely some reprieve from what we've been dealing with for the last year. But like, how would you feel, Brian, about like going to a movie right now? Would you physically go to a movie or is it just not time for that? Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you the same question. That's good. So I, I, you know, I get my second shot Saturday, mm-hmm. as I think I'm, I don't know if I mentioned that or not yet. But uh, I, I'm still not in a big rush personally. I think I, I think I want to wait a little bit longer, uh, even though I would be vaccinated. Ali would be fully vaccinated. Um, I don't know. It's just the extra, these the variants and stuff like that. Just got me a little, I, I don't know. Like I'll go out to a you know patio somewhere and small place. So I do go out, you know, as you know, we yeah. do that sometimes too. We went out to Saturday. Yeah, we were Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Megan's birthday, which was very nice. I think I just barreled yep. right in to ask how we were doing. So we'll get caught up on <laughs> that for the next segment. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend? Yeah. Watch King so Kong sorry. and Godzilla. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. So we'll catch yeah. up there too. But, uh, Yes, I feel comfortable there, but sitting in a theater, I just don't know what their rules are. It's people in in the same room, you know, breathing the same air for a long period of time. People will be taking masks off to eat and drink, I would assume. Yeah. You know, so. And there's, I doubt there's anyone in there too, especially in a in a dimly lit movie theater. I don't know what the protocols are as as far as like, is there an usher watching over the room the whole time to be like. Who's got masks on and who doesn't, and how closely are they watching? And yeah, it's you know, I, I, to me, it's probably going to be more like the fall, probably when some of these uh, blockbusters come out. So yeah, by the time like uh, Shang Chi comes out for Marvel, I think it's like September. Yeah, you know, other than that, some of these other big movies, you know, as we talked last week, are going to be streaming on uh, Disney Plus for an extra fee or on HBO Max anyway. So. I'll just do that for a while. Drive in, maybe. Sure, absolutely. You got your own mm-hmm. crowd. You can sit outside, stuff like that. Absolutely, I will definitely do that this summer. But yeah, not 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 uh, not just yet. So yeah. how about you? Are you are you roaring to get back in, or are you going to wait till you're vaccinated? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same mindset, and like I don't know. It's as much as I do miss going out and doing things, and I miss that movie experience. I know it's not going to quite be the same just yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I do. I miss like going into you know getting popcorn and. Even though, I mean, I usually bring my own candy and things like that. And, you know, you got to, you know, be on a budget where you can, right? Flag, flag, (laughs) alert. But, um, yeah, like I'm looking forward to that experience again. But, uh, yeah, same as you. I I 
definitely. I mean, I have I have zero vaccines in me right now, so I mean, I'm I'm not rushing to do that. Also, like, I don't know that I want to go sit with a mask on my face to watch a movie. Like when I could yeah. sit at home and eat what I want and lounge and do whatever. I mean, I you know, I I there's both sides of it for me. Um, but yeah, like my I like you said, maybe sometime in the fall. I know the um, uh, Venom uh, second movie, uh, there will with the carnage in it. Uh, will be coming uh, out in September twenty September twenty fourth. It got pushed back to. Okay. Um. So that that's a nice target date for me. Like by I would like to see that in the movie theater. Yeah. Um. If I can't, it's not a big deal. I'm assuming we'll still be operating under the same kind of streaming things. You know, I'm gonna get to watch Mortal Kombat at home, and I'm gonna get to mm. watch. Uh. Probably Space Jam will be an at home movie too. Um. But. You know that that's a nice target date for me. I that would be a cool one around that time. I like to think we'd be in a place where I might feel better about doing that or, you know, actually going to the theater again for something like that. Yeah, I think we're on the same page then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. So uh, why don't we take a breath here just for a second, and mm-hmm. then we'll come back in, and I'll we'll pick up where I barreled over and uh, just get caught up on it. <laughs> what did you do last weekend, Nick, for Easter and stuff? And then uh, – I think you mentioned you saw the Space Jam. Speaking of Space Jam, you saw the Space Jam trailer, so we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, yep, so. okay, sounds okay. good. All right, we will be right back, folks. Yep. All right, and we are good in five, four, three. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. So I just sort of barreled right into the topic earlier sorry about that so we were just really excited to uh, you yeah. know talk about stuff without dean and it was just you know absolutely yeah we're yep. focused on dean and then just went right into the, the topic so yeah so this past weekend so this is the monday or tuesday after whatever the day this is yeah tuesday after easter so how was your weekend nick did you do something for easter did you celebrate we had a beautiful easter sunday here in northeast ohio yeah, we we definitely did. Uh, we it was kind of low key for us. So mm-hmm. for my family, we basically every year the tradition is we go over to Robin's mom and dad's and we dye Easter eggs. She mm-hmm. just does that every year. She dyes Easter eggs with her parents and stuff like that. Watch so mash we, or something. Watch watch some mash. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it was on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we went over there and did that. But like, and then we'll go over to typically my mother's house and uh my aunt and my cousin and everybody comes over there um but my mom actually has covid uh she tested positive for it last weekend uh, is she? Luck- luckily she's feeling fine i've checked in on her every day and she's feeling good um she went to go get it checked out in the first place because she just kind of had a lingering cough and she was shocked to find out that she did test positive for it um so since then since testing positive she has since lost taste and smell but feels fine isn't overly fatigued or tired or anything like that she says she's been sleeping great but other than that i mean she's she's good and she's able to work from home so it's it's really a a best case scenario if you're going to have it um sounds like she's kind of lucking out with that so which is very good wishing my mother a uh speedy recovery as yes as well um but yeah our so, biggest fans uh, what are our biggest yeah fans? that's right <laughs> thank, yeah thank you yeah yeah um but no we uh we didn't do that obviously this year so it was kind of low-key like we uh i did some cleaning around the garage and things like that we cooked out that night we didn't do the traditional ham and stuff because my wife doesn't eat ham and neither does my son 
and I'm probably not going to take the time to make a ham. So I threw some burgers and sausage and, and uh, hot dogs on the grill. So it was uh, but yeah, gorgeous day for it. Just hanging yeah. out with the family and, and doing all that. Um, but my weekend actually started uh, mm-hmm. with a trip to a place here locally in Barberton called the Attic Toys and Collectibles. And the reason I bring this up, it's twofold. One, it's a really cool store. The first time actually that I went in there, we, I didn't even know about it until we were at Stuff Genie, which is another place uh, in, in town here. Mm-hmm. And we were looking for a Sega Dreamcast. It's what my son wanted more than anything with his Christmas money. He wanted to buy a Sega Dreamcast. And the guy goes, eh, we don't do much. We don't have a lot of video games here. But uh, the Attic Toys and Collectibles down the street there, um, they're on Worcester Road. They might have it. So we find out where this place is, go over there. And sure enough, they had a Sega Dreamcast with a oh, controller for wow. sale. Uh, that's what Lane spent his money on, and uh, it was a refurbished Dreamcast. But yeah, it works great. Had it ever since Christmas time. But anyway, been in there a couple times, and uh, the owner's a very nice guy. They've got it's, it's like walking into a time capsule, like like you're back in time, mm-hmm. like. So I'm 33 years old, but like a ton of like toys and figures and things like that that were out um, when I was a kid. They've got them like new in the package. Some of them are out of the package, Um, but all kinds of toys, comic books, all kinds of cool stuff, cards, uh, video games, a lot of video games and, and old systems, things like that. So if you're looking for a rare accessory or something like that, you might look at a place like this. Um, but I stopped in here, I stopped in there to ask him if I could, you know, maybe drop off some, uh, convincing idiot stickers to him. And he said, yeah, by all means. And, you know, told him we'd be happy to give him a shout out on the podcast, which I'm doing right now. Um, but the attic toys and collectibles is a spot. If you would like a super cool, convincing idiot sticker for the people watching that looks like this, you can pick one up at the attic toys and collectibles and on Worcester road in Barberton. Um, so yeah, appreciate, uh, him allowing us to do that. Um, so get one of those stickers and stick them on something and go buy something cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I stopped in there on Friday. That was cool. Um, Saturday I had a couple birthdays, uh, one of which I was at with Mr. Brian Fisher here. Yes. We very went nice out evening. for, uh, uh, Dean's girlfriend, Megan's birthday, mm-hmm. went out mm-hmm. to Wadsworth Brewing Company, and then you guys went to place craft, crafted cocktails. Is that what crafted called? cocktail in Wadsworth? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice place. So if you're in the Northeast Ohio, you know, Barbertson, Wadsworth, uh, you know, Akron area, yeah, go check them out. You have to kind of reserve. They're a small place anyway. You kind of reserve a little bit, but we got in pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, just a very cool old style place, dark, playing like 40s type crooner type music, stuff like that. Pretty cool. Like a speakeasy ish type place. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, very unique drink selections and all of that so yeah definitely a little slightly more upscale but a very casual place yeah if you're on the area go check them out do you think that's why dean wore a velvet blazer there yeah is it because of that place it fit right in yeah (laughs) definitely fit right in it wasn't maybe not as much in the wadsworth brewing company but definitely fits right in at the uh, crafted cocktail for sure so yeah yeah i gotta want to get up there sometime if you like you know you know, your bourbons and your you know, rums and martini, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So fancy boy out. drinks. Yeah. Very good. You know, yeah. One or two and you're just sipping and chilling. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah good time. That's cool. So what do you yeah. do for other than that? So that's where we crossed over. We were together on yeah. Saturday. 
Um, we were, you know, having some beers at Wadsworth Brewing Company. That was mm-hmm. a good time hanging out with uh, Megan's family and some other friends of ours. It was a yeah. Good time. Um, so what, what did you do with the rest of your weekend? What, what did you do? Sunday was a very, uh, you know, nice afternoon at Allie's uh, parents' house. They live up in uh, Stowe. Uh, so it was her, her daughter, uh, Marlo. And then, uh, my mom was invited, which was very nice. And, uh, and then Nikki's, or sorry, Allie's sister, Nikki and brother-in-law, Bob. So we had a great, great afternoon and his daughter, Jordan, and she has a new uh, two-year-old uh, daughter, Olivia. So a little cute little thing. So yeah, just a great ham dinner. We did not have no ham gravy. Though. Damn it. Mm. Damn it. Mm-mm. No hand. Well, gravy. I guess we're going to Dean's mom's next year yep. for uh, Easter for sure. Yeah, we'll have to get that. We'll have to get that together for sure. But uh, it was still very, very good. All the fixings, and then we were able to sit out back and enjoy the sun. And uh, yeah, so yeah, very good. And then uh, I got a buddy that's fixing up a my friend Cooper. You may know he was he's fixing up his parents' house right down the street here from my place where he grew up, and they're getting ready to sell that place. I went out and wound up going over there and helping him a little bit, hanging out and. Chilling out back, having a couple of beers, cigar, helped him paint a little bit. And yeah, just That's a cool. very relaxing time to spend <laughs> with friends and family. Yes. Yeah. yeah, very, very nice. So you get that paint roller and do a couple strokes, and you're like, all right, where's the cigar? Where's the beer? I did paint a full door <laughs> out back. So I, I did do all that right. in, in the middle of, uh, you know, beer and cigars. So yeah. Were those details ironed out beforehand? Were you like, okay, so how much of it do I have to do to get the cigar? How, well, many, I, how many beers do I get if I paint this much of the door? Yeah. <laughs> I stopped by to peek because he cut down some trees out back. So I stopped by to get some kindling wood for a fire pit out back here. Mm-hmm. And he's there. I'm like, well, I can't just go by and not say hello. And then he's like painting. And it's just like, he's like, come on down and you know, have a cigar. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and watch you work. Although it did sound incredibly <laughs> appealing to do that. But. Right. Uh, nah, so it was, you know, easy work, but a beautiful day and yeah, it was, it's all good. So cigar sticking out of the side of your mouth and it looks like that's, that's what it was doing. Yeah. We're, <laughs> you know, looked like, it looked like two Gen X guys with a cigar and a painting or, <laughs> yeah. Listen to Megadeth. It's, you know, yeah, stuff like that's that. how Gen it's, Xers it's hang good. out. <laughs> yeah. Paint and smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do for fun. Yeah. 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 This door didn't even need painted. It's just wanted to hang out with my buddy. Yeah. You got to paint yeah, something. That's, that's what you got to do. Just an excuse to hang out. Absolutely. Definitely not going to sit around and play video games and not have sex with women. That's right. That's right. Like these I, those, <laughs> those punk yeah. kids we talked about on this other episode. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we've ever plugged on the podcast. That's a bit from Brian's uh, show that he does that came from Gen X <laughs> yeah. uh, with his buddies uh, Cooper and Skinner and uh, uh, Porter on yep. uh it came from Gen X, so check that one out as well. If you want to hear more of Brian and less of me and Dean, that's where you go. That yeah, is it's very entertaining. And it, yeah, I, I very, yeah. very much enjoy listening to you guys. Thank you very much. I, yeah, I, yeah I, I am the appeal across two different podcasts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. It's just two different feels, two different things. I like this one. I like the different variations. So, yeah. But yeah, check it out if you guys are interested in a different, uh, you know, take on things with the uh, older dudes. You know, we, we have some fun with that, too. So, how, Brian, how does it make you feel to know mm-hmm. that you're the Ryan Seacrest of podcasts of Northeast yeah. Ohio? Right. Yeah, that's the Ryan Seacrest of uh, Kenmore <laughs> slash Barberton uh, podcasting with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's uh, it's quite the honor. It, quite the honor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yep. yeah, uh, I just you know, hopefully uh, don't get shot around here. You know, maintain the. 
a lot of ridiculous things going on around here lately. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, on a lighter note, um, speaking of, I can't even work shooting into anything here. I don't know. I was trying to figure out a way to get into that. So I, there is no good <laughs> segue. You really left yourself on a ledge there with, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to come back to that. Uh, so who is doing some shooting as a guest host of Jeopardy? How about that? That's not so bad. Hey, nicely yeah. done. Okay. So, uh, the Green Bay Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, is hosting Jeopardy this week. So, uh, so they're doing various guest hosts, as uh, most of us know, if you're a remote fan of the show since the passing of, uh, you know, the great Alex uh, Trebek, uh, late last year. And they're trying to figure out who's going to get the long-term gig. So they're, uh, I did not know this, but apparently Aaron Rodgers has a, been a huge fan of Jeopardy for quite some time. So uh, I haven't watched an episode yet. I saw some clips. I mean, he looks, you know, he looks good. I mean, you know, he seemed to read well from what I saw. So are you a Jeopardy fan? Nick, do you care about any of this? What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Or do you have any opinion there or not so much? Jeopardy in general was like, so when I used to come to my grandparents' house when I was a kid, mm-hmm. every night at dinner time we had one of the little TVs that would hang on the bottom of the, the cabinet there, and then we would mm-hmm. sit, you know, around there. Like, it was the coolest thing at the time to be able to watch TV at yeah. the dinner table, like, sure. and, you know, in a dinner table setting. Um, so it was always Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Um, yep. So as a kid, Jeopardy was definitely the lamer of the two. It was like, it's just the questions and the whatever, you know, and it hard. Yeah. A lot of, you know, trivia history things. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I, you know, whatever, a lot of, a lot of ground to cover. Um, so I wasn't really much of a fan. Like now I, it's one of those things, like when you get older, like it's, I enjoy it, uh, an episode of Jeopardy. Yeah. It's not like I got to see it. It's nothing like that, but it's interesting to watch and play along with and see if you can guess it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I, I, as far as like, who is the next host, I don't know that I really care. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I got, are they just doing this to see, like, is this, uh, is this like a superhero bracket for Jeopardy hosts? Are they like, I, is this their trial week for everybody? And then one of these will definitely be the one, or is it like, let's just keep jumping from whatever celebrity we can get and see if any of them really like stick. I don't, honestly, I'm not sure. I think it's just, uh, it might be to maybe get through the current season because, okay. you know, certainly, you know, you're, I mean, unfortunately, I'm sure you're, you, you, no poor Alex at the time was not going to be able to do it a whole lot longer. So right. I'm sure they were planning ahead, but they weren't prepared to do full blown, you know, probably trials or whatever, or, or uh, auditions I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would assume that one of these guest hosts may wind up with an offer, I'm sure. And if he or she accepts it, then here you go. I mean, you know, a lot of people say the odds are it'll be like Ken Jennings, who was the, you know, a long time champion of the show. He seemed to do a very good job. Certainly he knows that he was on it for a quite an extended period of time when he was right. there. So see, I like that in. idea because mm-hmm. at least it's somebody that, I mean, does Aaron Rodgers need extra money to do jeopardy? Like he's a I, pro quarterback. You know what I mean? I, I get the sure. appeal of having celebrities that, you know, but that's kind of cool. Like what about that guy? Like what's, you know, he's, that's a cool I, gig. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, I mean, certainly you're, I mean, Alex Trebek did that show for what thirty plus years. So, I mean, if I'm, you know, uh, to his credit, I mean, hey, a young guy, he's certainly well known athlete. 
Uh, you could bring in a younger audience, maybe a different type of audience. He's not going to hurt bringing in the, the lady viewing, certainly, you know. Right. Uh, and you know, other athletes certainly have made that transition into television and done uh, you know, very, very well. You know, Michael Strahan, I mean, mm-hmm. never, never would have thought in a thousand years he would have went on the Today Show, for crying out loud, and, and done well there. Why yeah. not? You know, so he's he's full on like celebrity in his own right now in a different way, like as as a just as like an I don't know if entertainer is the right word because he's just sure kind of a talk show personality. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it is crazy to think about like that. Um, My my second, although if I'm if I may, if I were to make a a different pick for the host, I think Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery would be a good host of Jeopardy. Mm, oh, that would be fantastic. At least they should at a, least give that a week, <laughs> man. He deserves a week at that. What about Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek? As Alex hey, Trebek, with, I kind of, with Daryl Hammond doing a cameo as yes. Sean. How great would that be? Definitely. You know, uh, that would be cool just for that. I initially thought that I'm like, oh, you could have like, well, but I'm like, that might be disrespectful to like have Will Ferrell uh, play Alex Trebek. Uh, Not that it was, it was never poking fun at Alex Trebek. No, he was Alex just, Trebek was on, he was on the show was, once he came out to while yeah. Will Ferrell was doing, imitating him. It, it was, mm-hmm. a, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that, that would, would be, be great. interesting. Yeah, that'd that would be, cool. be great. But the Daryl Hammond, that's that's a great idea. And or mm-hmm. how about Norm McDonald as Burt Reynolds, like the 70s yeah. Burt Reynolds? I like that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson, yeah, that's Turd right. Fer- yeah. No, Turd Ferguson. A, Turd Ferguson, it's a funny name. Read it. Say it. It's funny. Yeah. yeah, chewing the chewing the gum. <laughs> I love those. I yeah. like that's a great idea. I like they they should at least do it as a as a, like I said, as at least a clip. My my all time favorite line from that was uh from uh, you know, so the bit was uh, Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery. He was always on every episode. Yeah. Sean Connery was there and would yeah. give the most ridiculous answers and mm-hmm. mispronounce all the categories. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he said, I'll take anal bum cover for 500. <laughs> and then Trebek goes, that's an album cover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anal bum cover is one of my yeah. favorites. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Those were, those are great. Yeah. yeah. My fa- I think my favorite category is your ass or a hole in the ground. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so yeah I, i'm i'm you know aaron Rodgers. why not i mean he's got to you got to have a set you got to have a gig outside of football you can't play football forever and so he, he's not he's still active though right yes. he's not retiring it was what drew Brees that just retired drew Brees just retired that's correct okay that's correct but rogers but aaron, probably has what a couple of a few more years left i mean he's 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 yeah. on the back nine for sure yeah he was mvp last year uh you know they got knocked out of the playoffs uh kind of surprisingly but um yeah, and he, I think he's got one year left on his contract with the Packers. He's not too thrilled with the direction they're going. They did draft a young quarterback two seasons ago, oh. certainly to, to back him up and to set up the future. So you never know. I mean, he could, he could in theory, f- play one more season and say, I'm out of here if they don't do well. I don't, I don't know. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, so, hey, more power to you, Aaron Rodgers, and you know the fact that he's a fan, good for him. Yeah. Uh, you are not a Walking Dead fan, so we won't focus too much on this, but uh, one of the uh, famous characters on the show, uh, villain Negan. Uh, so last Sunday, did a pretty interesting backstory on Negan, how this character came about. So, uh, yeah, like I said, you're not really, you're, and I guess it's okay, but it's it's it was just an interesting backstory. So Jeffrey Morgan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, okay, like him a lot on that show. Um, 
he turned to be a very, very evil villain guy, you know, literally killed a couple main characters, but, you know, and one guy was a very beloved character on the show. It was kind of a shock. I guess he, he did kill him in the comic book series, but you know, still they, uh, you weren't sure who he was going to kill, but anyhow, he's got a bat covered with a barbed wire. That's the guy you were for Halloween a few years yes. back. Right. That's right. Exactly and right. I'm familiar yes. with the character. I didn't, yes. I'm like, if you asked me on the spot, what his name was, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, yeah. and like you said, it's, you have said about things before. It's like, I've never seen the walking dead. It's not out of any type of like, I don't want to, or I have anything against it. I just, yeah. I missed the train and it was too many seasons in by the time I wanted to start yeah. watching it. And I'm you like, know what? I felt Chip, too far behind. If you remotely like, do you like zombie stuff? Uh, it's not like a thing that I fixate on, but I'm not a, a, there again. I'm not against it. I don't really. Okay. I'd, I'd probably, always, it's, I'd, if, if it's got a good storyline, mm-hmm. I mean, if it, you know, if it's got a captivating storyline, I should say, I'm sure I could probably get on board with it pretty easily. Yeah. I would recommend go check out like the first season or so it's out there. I think it's on Netflix still. Okay. And the first few scenes is like, wow. You know, it just throws you right into it. And the one thing I really like about it is the zombies are not, they're, they're there, they're a threat, but the biggest threat in the show typically is other humans. So as people get into survival mode and civilization goes out the window, people are just trying to find a safe haven and build their own societies you know, I would argue that's that stuff. very representative of the society we live in anyway. Well, like, there are many yeah. threats to human beings, but really probably none greater than ourselves to that's one another. The, but that's kind of the, the that's a big underlying message of the of the show. So, you know, yeah. people come together and they unite and uh, you can accomplish quite a lot. You can survive, but, you know, it doesn't take much to where. You know, it, it, people are normal people and you have to resort to killing zombies and other humans at times simply to survive. And people will, you know, kind of surprisingly learn that about themselves very quickly if you can or can't do that. And if you can't do that stuff, you're not going to survive in this particular universe. So, yeah, very, very intriguing. So I would advise you to check it out. It was a very, very good backstory. And uh, Jeffrey Dean... Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, Thank I you. believe that's his name. Yep. His actual wife was his wife on the episode, so that was uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So check it out, and uh, yeah, he, I, go ahead. Uh, sorry, that's the he's. Is that the? I don't know, this is maybe too niche to even bring up. Um, there was a show on, I believe, Stars, like a handful of years back, called Magic City. As the guy was like, it was like in the fifties, he owned like a hotel in, on, in Miami or something. And he got involved with the mob. I think that's Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but I might be wrong. It was a TV show. Yeah. It's called magic city. Magic um, TV series cast. You are correct. That is Jeffrey. Is that Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan? Morgan. Yes. And wasn't he also on Grey's Anatomy for a minute or something for a I few think, episodes? I think that is correct. He was, okay. uh, yeah, he's also in a new horror movie that's coming out here very soon that's getting some pretty decent uh, reviews. Let's see here. Jeffrey. Yeah. Okay. I like him as an actor. Everything I've ever seen him in, like, he's a, he's a really good actor. And 
yeah, I'm slightly for, you know, somewhat familiar with the character just from knowing so many people uh, yeah. who are walking dead fans, you know, posting. I remember seeing pictures of him. He's got the leather jacket and the bat wrap yes. and barbed wire and all that yes. stuff. And, um, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I went to someone on Halloween, uh, because I, you know, I have already had the salt and pepper beard. If you can't see me right now, if you, you know, check us out on YouTube, if you want to see what we look like or, or, or don't and just listen to us on podcast. Oh God. I wish, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I yeah. didn't do that. So, uh, but I actually had bought this same type of motorcycle jacket that he wears on the show you know, back in the nineties. It's my authentic jacket has been hanging in my closet all this time. It's like just, back with like the studs and stuff. Just waiting for its day in the sun. It's like That's one of right. these days he's going to need yeah. me and I'll be there. That's funny. Yeah. And then that, <laughs> sure enough, I pulled it out. The thing was in like mint condition and I didn't have to do a whole bunch other than slick my hair back and, uh, uh, you know, get the red, uh, you know, uh, uh, handkerchief and then I, I just bought a fake baseball bat wrapped it with fake barbed wire and i was a hit with it so this was when he this is this the season where he did the he killed a couple of characters and all that i went out to uh some place and i had people wanting to pose with me like i'm bashing them over the head with this bat that was oh nice yeah i was i got more than a few photographs that was a lot of fun so that's cool uh the unholy by the way is a new movie with uh, jeffrey dean morgan oh so, yes yeah. okay yeah i've seen the trailer yeah. for that yep and uh i i don't know if a guy thought it was me but i was out one day this is yeah this is this is a few months ago I, maybe a year i didn't this has been a little while ago but i was driving somewhere and some guy saw me and he flew he was you know driving and he flew out of wherever he was and like he i could just see at the corner of my eye this guy you know some guy noticed and drove up and my windows were down it was a nice day okay mm-hmm. it's one of those things you're driving you kind of feel like somebody's looking at you and i turned i turned i was wearing sunglasses and stuff i turned over and this guy was like frantically waving at me and taking pictures wow and i wondered I wonder who in the hell he thought I was. And I, I thought, first thing that came to my mind, mm-hmm. I wonder if for some reason he thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan was driving a 2008 <laughs> Mazda 3 through the city of Akron. <laughs> I don't know, but he clearly thought I was somebody that he recognized and was famous because he was taking my picture and frantically waving like as if he saw somebody that really made him happy and it was one of those things where i wish i could i wish it would have registered in time because i would i would have went like you know sh- or you know whatever yeah just give him but a I, wink and like yeah and he just did that and just kept on going i was just like that was one of the strangest things that i got a little laugh out of that <laughs> that's the first thing i thought about it maybe he thought i was jeffrey yeah. dean morgan for some reason i okay. mean if you're jeffrey yeah. dean morgan and you're going to be like rolling around akron like you know if you, hey uh, a mazda three is probably the way you want to go You'd be I mean, inconspicuous, inconspicuous, inconspicuous right? yeah, yeah. And there's certainly worse guys to look like. Definitely. You know? So if if, yeah. if anybody thinks I remotely look like him, I will take it. You know. I so. mean, you could be like Dean and look like John Lovitz. I mean, that's that's you that's know, not as got to be thankful. I'll, I would take Jeffrey Dean Morgan over John. <laughs> Lo- no offense, John Lovitz, but I'm sure he'd say right. the same thing. But, yeah. yeah, John Lovitz yeah. is probably a lovely man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With it, probably absolutely. A, a very uh, good moral compass on him, I would say. That, probably, he right. probably would have. Yeah. Next to no reaction uh, to to the COVID nineteen vaccine. I agree. Either either time. Yeah. I agree. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. Yep. Thank you very much. Okay. So uh, Jerry, another uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, yeah. 
is coming back to the comedy stage. Jerry is 66 years of age, which doesn't seem accurate, but uh, he is. Uh, so he just misses it, wants to get back to it. He probably does not need to do anything in his life other than Ever cash again. syndication checks. Uh, good for him. Yeah. So are you interested in Jerry Seinfeld comedy? Do you ever watch his show? Did you ever watch this stand-up? Uh, yeah. Not really. I mean, I'm familiar with his stand-up. So like Jerry Seinfeld is someone, he has that style that so many people, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of. Kind of emulate, kind of mimic I a little say bit. That, yeah, but not emulate in the way that they try to do it. But the, you know, mm -hmm. the what's the deal with what? You know what I mean? He's yeah, just yeah. that style, I guess. That's very Hallmark, Jerry Seinfeld. Everyone knows that that's him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the show Seinfeld, a massive hit, very popular oh, yeah. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, I never really watched it that much. And honestly, like when I have seen it, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I've just always been with people or were around people or dated people that all hated Seinfeld. So hmm. if ever it was on, it was always like whoever I was with was always like, Fuck, oh, I hate Seinfeld. So like, it was just one of those things. But when I have seen it, I know growing up, like my mom used to watch it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I could, I remember being able to like hear it from my bedroom, like hearing that, like, yeah. the, you know, the coming back from commercial breaks and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like I, I haven't really watched a lot of it. It's it's one of those things. I'll put it on the list with The Walking Dead, but it's probably one of those things. I'll probably I, I don't have a lot of free time to catch up on shows, um, mm. but it's one of those ones that, yeah, I'd like to watch Seinfeld. I probably would really like it. Um, but yeah, just I've never I've, for whatever reason. Life has just put a bunch of people in my life that hate Seinfeld and it's just never really been an option for me to see it. But I would I would definitely watch it. So is he going to do like a special? Or is he no, like, just, or is it, just, he's just going to like hit the scene again and start doing stand up shows? Yeah, he, he's a New Yorker, native New Yorker. So he's doing shows in small, in some small club in New York, apparently. So I think he's just going to do like maybe local stuff. And then uh, it, it hasn't said if he's going to go on a tour yet. I would assume he might, you know, wait till, you know, things blow over a little bit. But he's just, uh, yeah, just a place in uh, Manhattan. Yeah. Now so, you like you're a Seinfeld fan, right? Oh yeah, so that's yeah. When that that came out in the uh, the early '90s, that show mm -hmm. started, and I liked his comedy prior to that. So he was like on HBO you know, back in the day and stuff like that. So I kind of like I, I watched a couple of his specials and always thought he was funny. So that immediately appealed me to the show, and immediately I'm like, this show's terrific. I mean, just the 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 writing and the characters and all that I I liked Julie Louis Dreyfus from SNL at the time and then she also was yeah. coming off of Christmas Vacation she was just in that movie so I was familiar yeah. with her at that era I'm a big so, fan of hers oh yeah I mean just to, everybody was so talented and the characters are so unique and each episode I mean you, you you didn't have to watch them in sequential order necessarily I mean there are different things that kind of happen. But for the most part, you could sit down and watch it an episode or two at any season, and it's like you're fine. You know, it's just right. funny. Uh, so, yeah, very consumable. I bought all the entire box set uh, over the, you know, so I have all those in, on DVD. I, I haven't watched them in a while, but I find myself coming across it on television. It's hard not to pause and at least watch some of it. And Michael Richards, even though he had some unfortunate 
bad decisions and some of the things he did uh, on stage. He kind of lost his mind with some racial stuff, and that yeah. that wasn't good. But uh, one of the best comedic actors, physical comedic yeah. actors that I've ever seen. Right? To me, it was like him and Peter Sellers from the old Pink Panther movies, two of the funniest physical comedic actors that I've ever seen in my lifetime. So, yeah, yeah, so very, very good. And uh, Seinfeld also very good on the uh, uh, Comedians in Cars with Coffee, which is now on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched those or not, but... I haven't, but I've heard of that, though. It sounds yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I'm picking you up in some ridiculous, cool car that I own. Or you know, some classic car or something unique, and we drive around and we go have coffee. But we, it's just you're some famous comedian, and we we just do some banter, and it's like a twenty some minute episode. And it's done, you know, give very consumable, very interesting. And he's had some, you know, pretty cool guests on. It was on some streaming service at one point, and Netflix bought the rights, and then you know bought more episodes and all that. So, yeah, good stuff. I like Jerry Seinfeld. He was I saw him years ago at the Akron Civic Theater. Uh, yeah, if he's around, check it out and yeah, chip away at the the Seinfeld's uh, episodes as you have more time would be my recommendation to you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't we take another pause and we'll come back and then we'll talk more about yet another very huge show that launched in the 90s and which is also planning a reunion very soon so we'll talk yeah. about that okay all right there we go are you ready there it is yes five four three Yo, 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 Nick, back here with Millennial Santa. That is none other than Brian Fisher. Here on Convincing Idiots, we are a two-man crew today. No Dean Harvey. He's sleeping off his second vaccine shot, but we are here ready to go. And uh, so we were just discussing some some, uh, different things that have gone on in pop culture this week, different shows, things like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. We left off on Seinfeld. And Brian, you were about to bring up another popular show from the 90s that is incredibly near and dear to my heart, and that would be none other than Friends. Yes. So Friends, their uh, reunion show is being planned for HBO Max. Uh, I don't know if it's, I'm sure the month is on here, but it's coming up soon. I think it's going to yeah. be sometime this summer. So it's not a full reboot. You, know, you see some of these shows are... You know, wheeling back out uh, Kelsey Grammer as Frazier and stuff like that, which is fine. Right. You know, I don't know if we need to, to reboot all these old shows and everything, but this is not a reboot. This is kind of just a reunion special. And that I'm hearing that uh, uh, they may do at least a segment of this reunion in character as if they okay. are in their, at their current ages as these characters, kind of what's going on. Okay. I'm interested in that a little bit. So. Uh, what, so you mentioned you're a big fan. So if you, yeah, you, you watch all the episodes or I've yeah, seen every yeah. episode, no less than 15 times, I would say every wow. single one. Okay. Um, so when I, a little background here, when I first met Robin, um, 
I had a framed poster of, uh, it was like the Friends cast on like the famous New York scaffolding, like of the construction workers, but it's them. Like I had a framed poster of that in my living area. Um, and she was like, I knew that was a good sign the first time I came to your apartment and saw mm. like a Friends poster. And to this day, I, I had the, I have the Friends box set with all 10 seasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. She has every, uh, season individually. And we still own both of them. And also the main reason that we subscribe to HBO Max is because Netflix took ah, friends off in order to go to right. HBO Max. Yep. And uh, rather than uh, just change out discs and continue to watch friends all night, every night, it's easier to stream them. So we signed up for HBO Max or Robin <laughs> did, I should say. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're big fans, big fans. Um, it's it, later. It's, I mean, it's on every single night. It's kind of what we fall asleep to when we're done watching our shows or whatever it's what's on because it's enough of like it's we've seen them all so many times that like you can close your eyes and like go to sleep but still like see the episode because you can hear Mm -hmm. it and you know exactly what's happening so yeah big big friends fan grew up watching it um watched it while it was on have watched it pretty much nonstop ever since it's been off the air so um i'm definitely looking for this now they've talked about this for a while Mm um a friend's uh, reunion uh um you know so what that means was never quite clear um so i i say all that that big spiel about how much i love friends to say this i do love friends i'm a massive fan but i haven't necessarily always really like needed this or wanted this i felt like i mean it, it is it's my favorite show of all time um and i feel like it's 10 seasons of like perfectly done com you know sitcom like tv show content i don't need i think they just it all I, there was at no point that i feel like oh those last couple seasons of friends just weren't quite as good like i mean everybody has their favorite spots of a show that runs that long or you know certain places the characters were in in those times but for me i really i mean it just flows really well and it's it was always funny there weren't like there wasn't a point where like our oh, friends isn't really that funny anymore. It was always good to me. It always kept the same kind of tone. Um, so, you know, I, at the risk of like messing with it and feeling the need to like relive nostalgia and bring something back. I'm like, don't, don't bring it. Like if they were going to do like an episode that was, you know, just solely them catching up and, you know, they're in character the entire time and maybe it's not as good. And I don't know. I just, you know what I mean? Like what if they, it was always my fear that what if they come back and it like this reunion is just like some sort of cash grab and it sucks. Like, I don't want that. I'd rather just have nothing. But I like the idea of a reunion. And if there's a segment of checking in on them, you know, in present day, whatever, you know, uh, with them and their kids and how their lives progressed after they all moved out of the city. I mean, that, that's a cool idea for me. I like it. Um, and I think another thing, too, is like we, we do this a lot. I think, Brian, both us and Dean as well with Star Wars we critique it so heavily because it's so important to us. We're mm-hmm. so harsh on anything that's less than what our personal standards are for this thing because it's so special. So I think sometimes you got to step away from that ideology and just go, you know what? This thing is perfect the way it is and it's always there for me to enjoy. But now we can, you know, do this too and it can exist in the same, you know, reality or, or, or universe or whatever have you. But, um, that was always my fears. Like, I just, I kind of don't want to mess with it. I feel like it was perfect. Just don't screw with it. It's fine. Um, but it's, it'll be, it'll be interesting. So what about you? Are, are you, are you, uh, a friends fanatic 
like myself. Well, first of all, it's a very nice story that you know the fact that your your uh, both of your loves of that show was something that you and now your wife of uh, well, not wife, excuse me, your your partner and may as well be yeah, but you get it, you know, your life partner, be your wife. Life yeah, my partner. partner. <laughs> yes, you have a family with now and all that. So right. it's very nice when you have a common interest and that, that helped bring you two together. That's very cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I did watch every episode. I mean, it was something that it was on. I think it was maybe I, I want to, if I remember correctly, it was like the big Thursday night must see TV on NBC. Mm-hmm. So I think at the time they had. I'm sure. I think it was probably like Cheers, Friends, and Seinfeld. And actually, started, Seinfeld yeah. they they moved Seinfeld to Thursday to help it because it wasn't doing so well on its own. But they put it on after Cheers in the whole huge Thursday lineup that it really it probably saved that show and and kept it. So I don't know. I probably just I watched the first uh, season or so. It was okay. It's pretty good and. Honestly, it's one of those things I would probably set the VCR and just record the, those two-hour blocks, mm-hmm. which is probably something that NBC probably helped rely on as well, frankly. People are going to sit and watch for a couple hours and or they're going to record for a couple hours and they're still going to get the commercial and the viewership and everything. You know, over time, I'm like, you know, do I really like this show or is it just because I've sort of followed these characters for so long and now I'm just going to kind of ride it out at this point? Probably some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, would it have, would it have performed as well today in this? We talked about this on the other podcast. Actually, would it perform as well today with the huge variety of content that we have? You could probably make that argument with a lot of shows. Frankly, I don't know if it would or wouldn't, but uh, I don't know. I liked it. I did like the characters. They were unique in their own way. Like any episode, some were eh, some were better than others. But you know, I did watch the whole thing and. It, you know, I'm sort of interested in the in the reunion. It's I do, you know, I, I like the actors. I'll check it out. But yeah, uh, why come back and do it? You know, I, lack I, of original I, material from other people, mostly. Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably and, and one of my favorite uh, shows and podcasts is PTI on ESPN with uh, mm-hmm. Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. But one of the quotes they use all the time is the answer to all your questions is money. Right. You know, why this or why that? And it's like, and there's your answer to this question as well. Why come back and do a friends reunion money? That's why, because HBO right. max is like, Hey, we want to bring viewers here. We have the catalog. Let's pay whatever it is to get these actors to come back together, which I'm sure was not cheap to yeah. come back and do this, to get people uh, appeal. People like you as a big fan to, if you're not already a subscriber, they already got you guys just by having the catalog there, which is great. Right. You know? And they'll solidify, you know, you certainly by doing this and then they'll bring in other people. So that's, you know, of course, that's why they're doing it. But, yeah, I don't know. So, well, I remember when Robin got HBO Max, Mm -hmm. I remember that sentence coming out of her mouth when she was like, yeah, well, you know, we got to get it because Friends is on there. She's like, also, when and if they're doing this reunion thing that they're talking about doing with Friends, they're going to have it. So we are that was already part of the long game from the the get go was like if they do something like that. It, that's what it's going to be on, and so we'll have that too. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Um, also, side note: when you were talking about uh, um, uh, some of your favorite physical comedic actors, mm-hmm. uh, one of the first ones that always comes to mind, and he was in my head when you were saying that, was David Schwimmer on Friends. Yeah. Some of the scenes that he's had, just the way he 
his, you know, the way he would uh, emote himself physically in certain situations and scenarios, like he, some of the things that he did on that show are, are some of my favorites. He's one of my favorite physical comedic actors. Who was your favorite character? When I was younger, it was always Chandler because of the things he would say. Mm-hmm. But I think as an adult, I identify, or like in my uh, younger adult years or whatever, or in, in into adulthood, I think I identify, identify personality-wise more with Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was always my overall favorite male character. You always kind of yeah. rooted for him. You know, he had right. his son, he had the tough times and all that, so... Yeah, certainly all rooted for him to get uh, with uh, with Rachel, certainly. So yeah, yeah. So he was probably my favorite male character. Favorite female character probably overall was uh, Phoebe, frankly. Yeah, me. yeah. I just, it's, it's an interesting, quirky person. So yeah, yeah. Just, I liked her, me. and I uh, my least favorite was Monica because as as yeah. the series went on, they made her so much more neurotic as it went on. With the she was always had a certain, you know, from the get-go, she would always like things clean and whatever and had this, yeah. you know, desire to impress people because of the relationship with her mother and things like that. But as it goes on, it gets a lot more ridiculous. And, it, like, it's there's some episodes I'm like, I don't really like Monica. But, like, it's, yeah. it's, but it, all of them in their own way. That's, I think, another thing that made that, that show so enjoyable to me is I didn't really dislike any character. And all of them had their shining spots and in, in their ways that things about them that I liked or things that they would say or, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just a all around good dynamic. All, all six characters. Yeah, certainly launched a lot of uh, careers, a lot of different uh, people. Paul mm-hmm. Rudd and I know Tom Selleck had a little comeback on there and stuff like that. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and, Dr. Richard yeah. Burke. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Uh, well, more stuff that what is old is new again mm-hmm. uh space jam now you said that you recently saw the new trailer for space jam with our akron zone lebron james uh what did you think are you excited for this movie or what's up yeah the trailer it's interesting because it's it's definitely um it's, it looks like it's did you see the trailer i have not seen the trailer actually okay so it looks um somewhat of a reimagining i guess it's a um i kind of took it as kind of like it's still lebron james popular nba superstar teaming up with looney tunes but Mm -hmm. it's not the same i don't it does not seem that it is the you know it's it's not the monsters coming and taking nba players talent michael jordan's got to help the looney tunes to get it back and there's you know it didn't really convey that thing. It it seems to focus more on LeBron's relationship with his son in the movie. Hmm. Um, his son gets sucked into some sort of database or something like that. Um, also, I was a little disappointed that they will not be the Toon Scott Squad will not be uh, pl- playing against the Monstars. They're playing hmm. against a team called the Goon Squad. So, uh, you know, whatever. There again, like I just said, the original thing's always going to be there. You can enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just go, yes, okay. It's, you, they're not just going to remake the same, you know, Space Jam, but with LeBron instead of Michael Jordan. So, like, just, you know, take it for what it is. Um, so, but it looks it looks interesting. I'm interested. The trailer didn't blow me away. I wasn't like, wow. Like, obviously, for nostalgia's sake. And I've mentioned a few times on this podcast how much I enjoyed Space Jam as a kid and what a big movie that was at the time mm-hmm. for kids my age. 
Um, but you know, I wasn't blown away by it. It was cool. I'm like, oh, okay, wow. You know, it's it made it kind of re- that much more real. I'm like, wow, this is really happening. This is a trailer for it. But the trailer didn't blow me away. I wasn't you know over the moon about it or anything like that. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a different kind of vibe from it. I would like to shout out, and I have it right in front of me. There was a tweet that I saw that was hilarious. So in the trailer. LeBron James, when he realizes what they're up against, he, I don't know who he's talking to, but he goes, he like turns into a cartoon version of himself and he goes, man, he's like, I'm going to have, we're going to need the best of the best. I got to assemble a super team. And he's, there's a frame of him writing down on a whiteboard where he's writing <laughs> Superman and Gandalf and King Kong and the Iron Giant. And uh, somebody took that screen grab of the whiteboard of him <laughs> writing down these names. And it says, LeBron can't even do Space Jam without assembling a super team. Michael Jordan won that shit with Bill Murray and Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was That's very right. clever. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it, it looks okay. Um, but it actually, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Ready Player One. Did you ever see that? Steven Love Spielberg. That. Yeah, so, I like that one. Yeah, I did too. So, you know, there's a big scene where there, I mean, it's, you know, they're in this, internet, uh, the online gaming system, whatever, so people, their avatars can be anything, and you see, you know, all kinds of these iconic characters throughout all of pop culture, mm-hmm. um, but there seems to be a moment like that where you actually, I think there, you see the Iron Giant, and there's some other notable yes. cartoon versions that of big other battlefield. things where yeah. they're all coming in mm-hmm. around Space yeah. Jam, so there is a scene, there's something like that. Hmm on here apparently too so i don't really know what that's all about but uh yeah it looks interesting don Cheadle's in it um and he seems to be has something to do with the he's part of the server or something that his son gets lost and i'm not sure about all the details about that but yeah check out the trailer it looks it's it looks okay but definitely different than the original so did you ever did now did you ever this is you were when the first space jam came out you were probably in your definitely in your 20s at the very least oh yeah i was or, in my you know yeah, maybe uh, 30s i was in my later yeah, mid to later 20s okay uh i did see that in the theater matter of fact they oh, had okay. a they had a double feature at the time it was uh i want to say it was one of the it might have been the original star wars special editions Okay. When they when they first started to oh. add, you know, add the extra stuff and they right. released those in the theater. Yes. So I think it was the original New Hope special edition and Space Jam double feature, which was a interesting combo. And we went to see Star Wars. It's like we're here. We like Looney Tunes of Michael Jordan. Larry Bird was in it. You know, why not? So we watched both right. movies. And I enjoyed it. Again, I was older. It wasn't like a kid, but I enjoyed. I grew up with the Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, we had we had fun that day. It was me and Cooper and uh, somebody, another friend went, and we had a heck of a time. So I think it was actually it might have been the Rolling Acres Cinema. Oh wow! Which is now a Amazon distribution <laughs> center at this point. The whole building was, uh, you know, the mall was wiped out years ago. But yeah, I think that's where we went. So it was yeah, I enjoyed it. Still makes now, me the, sad when I go by that Amazon. Fulfillment Center. Yeah, these are something there. So they keep trying to bring back the Looney Tunes. I hope, I just hope it works. I mean, they've tried different cartoons, and some of these newer Looney Tunes cartoons are, are good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can never top the originals from the the 40s, probably. But 
Yeah, so hopefully it generates some renewed interest in, in Looney Tunes and they can, you know, maybe make a little mini resurgence and we need some more Bugs Bunny around here, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. I think they gave up on it after Brendan Fraser couldn't revive the Looney Tunes and they're like, well, what hope do maybe, we have? Maybe. That was Peyton's first movie I ever took her to right there. The Looney Is Tunes that right? Movie. The Brendan Fraser yeah. Looney Tunes? Yeah, she's really? a little, little girl, a little tot. Yeah. Yeah, great time. Okay, so yeah, well, so we'll, we'll check out uh, Space Jam Two when it comes out. Um, uh, let's see here. Not not uh, certainly not not, not not good news here. We certainly you know, hope for the best here. Uh, Grammy nominated rapper DMX had a heart attack recently, and unfortunately, it seems like he's in pretty bad shape. They uh, he's at a hospital. They have uh, his fans have been coming around and playing his music. It's sort of like a whole vigil thing where they're just kind of gathering and just kind of celebrating his music and and all that stuff. He's in White Plains, New York. Uh, I am, He's only 50 years old, so he's uh, right around my age. Um, so it's unfortunate. Uh, I am not, again, I'm just not familiar. So you are familiar with DMX. What, uh, what do you, what do you think about him? Or are yeah. you, yeah, go ahead. I, uh, so I was never really, um, I mean, his, his, he was very popular, especially about mm-hmm. the time when I was in middle school. DMX was like, the thing everybody had his cds and their uh walkmans and stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like that they yeah. would bring to school i mean dmx was very popular um he i was never really a big i, I should i didn't dislike his music or anything like that i just it was he, for whatever reason never appealed to me personally that much but uh um yeah i mean i just know how popular he was and like it's it's weird because like at a certain point, I don't know about you, but I feel like you stop aging in your head at a certain point. And like, I just kind of stopped at 23. So me being in middle school, like it doesn't seem like someone <laughs> that was popular then is like, I mean, anybody can have a heart attack, but I mean, like it's, it just, it's kind of weird to like sure. see people that were popular when you were of a much younger age that doesn't feel like it was that long ago. And the, you know, I mean, mm. he's now, what do you say? 51, 50 years old, 50 years that's still very young sure um but yeah it's unfortunate i mean uh, i don't know how much he's been um you know he he was kind of like one of those legacy rappers like dmx's name never went away like i don't remember the last time i heard a new dmx song and i could be totally off on that i'm sure he probably has been making you know uh musical contributions in some way or another over the years but as far as the last time you know a new DMX album drop that I heard about. Like it's been a long time since I, that's really been on my radar. Um, but yeah, he's just, he was that legacy of DMX never really has gone away. Everybody. I mean, I Chappelle show used to spoof on him a little bit too. He was, he always had that. He had a very aggressive style. He was, he would bark. And, oh, X going goo to you. Oh, and like bark. <laughs> and like, that was his thing. He had that deep growly voice and he was like in your face and, you know, saying real raw shit to you. And like, that was just his style, you know? Um, so DMX's legacy for that and for his candor and the way he was like, uh, or is, I shouldn't speak of him like he's gone, but, um, you know, has, has always been there. Um, so yeah, it's really sad news. Um, but he definitely, uh, left a lot of impact, a lasting impact on a lot of people, even from someone who didn't really follow his music that closely. You know, you very, I was very familiar with who he was. And for so many people my age, I mean, he's probably, one of the ones that got a lot of kids my age into rap music um, around that influential time when you're hitting that age, you're you're finding your own musicians and things like that and your your styles and your tastes, what you're into. So 
uh, DMX was definitely a big one for, for my age group, for sure. Okay, cool. If he could uh, hear that, I'm sure he would uh, very much appreciate that. So good. Yeah, sounds definitely very influential. <laughs> I will go yep. check him out sometime. I'm not against rap. I'm just not something I normally gravitate to. But, mm. uh, yeah, I like a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, I'll check it out. Okay. Well, it's certainly, DMX, we hope you recover. Yeah. Uh, hope, everything, hope you're at peace. So, yeah, absolutely. So it's unfortunate. Um, okay. And, you know, you mentioned, by the way, it's like, you know, when you think about people you grew up with and you know, how unusual it is, it's like, oh, my gosh, this person's just older now and stuff like that. I've been getting these, you know, uh, cameo ads on my Facebook feed. Do you get those? Um, no, I've actually, I don't get them on my Facebook feed, at least that I've noticed, but I have yeah. looked up like, you know, different okay. people on it. But. Yeah, we've looked into that with maybe even, you know, doing some, a spot for the show here and something like that. We probably will do that yeah, at some point. Yeah, that'd be cool. Pull our money together. But some of those, it's a real fucking bummer, man. I don't yeah. know if you've seen any of those. <laughs> <laughs> well because it, and also then when you put a price behind their name too then you're like oh this mm. this person that was like on the cover of hit parader for me is like mm. i can get him to say hi to me in person for 25 dollars <laughs> oh no yeah but it's, yes but some of those it's like ow oh, it's like you know and like i looked up the uh the million dollar man you know the wrestler oh ted dibiase oh yeah ted dibiase yeah yep and it's you know, it's a picture of him. You as you remember him in the eighties. Yeah, right? right. Okay. The but feathered can, hair and the yeah. yeah. So then what you can do is you can click into their photo, right? And then you get a few, as you probably know, but if you don't know out there, cameo basically you, you can hire a a celebrity or a, uh, personality. Personality. Thank you. Mm. More of a personality. It's a you know a lot of these are older celebrity whatever. Okay. But you can pay them to uh, say some type of a personal greeting for something, you know, birthday or whatever. It's very short. They range for anywhere from 50 bucks range to a few hundred dollar range, depending on who you're looking into. But then you can pull up their some sample videos that they've actually made. Okay, so these are current videos of that personality, to use your word, and. Like I said, some of those I've looked at, I'm like, man, it is a real bummer. Like I said, it's just, you know, hey, we all get old. It's inevitable, yep. you know, but the, the Ted DiBiase, I'm like, Jesus, criminy. It's like, it, you know, sounds just like him. And you could tell it's him. Say, that's what I need, would need it for is the laugh. And that's, and that's what he did on the thing. So you knew it was yeah. him. And he was yeah. very, it was very good. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's a man that's in his probably late mid to late 60s or 70s whatever it is he's probably somebody's grandfather right now yep you know probably his grandkids probably love him doing the bit and everything you know i don't know mm -hmm. i'm just assuming but it was like wow some of these like i looked up tawny katane who was the girl on the white snake video you know what I'm talking about oh on, on yeah the hood. the hood of the car yep mm -hmm. so yeah very incredible back then i'm just like ah you know again still pretty don't get me wrong but it's like you see you know what I'm saying? It's just you know that like I said, it happens to us all. Look at Stephen Piercy. Oh yeah, and he was playing the guitar. Rat. Yeah, good, but clearly it's a guy, late fifties, whatever right. it is, already whatever he is, and it's just like anyway. The yeah, thing that's so, weird to me, I, I've scrolled through that website 
and I'll see some people and I'm like, oh, like so and so from like Power Rangers is on here, yeah. and I'm like, they want 150 bucks, for, and I'm like, who do they think yeah. they are? <laughs> and then other people, you know what I mean? It's kind of interesting to look at, it, but like. <laughs> You get to like judging people by the price because I think um, they yeah. set their own prices. They they decide yeah, what sure. they're willing Absolutely. to do it for, which is cool. Right. And hey, man, it's a cool, easy way to make money, hey. especially in this time. If you can, if somebody wants to throw you thirty bucks to like we say happy it. birthday, Rachel from sure. you know your whatever. Um, right. Hell, I mean that's cool. Uh, not judging, but you do get scrolling through and you look at the price range and you're like, you start to judge, you know, subconsciously, yeah. like oh they see themselves like this Uh like oh okay like you know yeah it's not the 90s anymore buddy like you should back off on that price a little bit but no it's it's interesting to like go through and there's a lot of people available like through tons i mean yeah you mentioned wrestlers musicians um yeah man celebrities of of yesteryear whether you're talking the early 2000s 90s 80s whatever i mean there's all kinds of people on there absolutely yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, it'll happen someday. Yeah, the act, the guy that did the, you know, plays the like the evil Cobra Kai guy, you know, if I'm talking about yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. There, he's on there, and it's, I'm like, his videos are were good. I'm like, yeah. how cool would it be to have him do a intro for convincing idiots? And all that, that would be cool. Yeah. You'd want to get, you'd want to bank on somebody with a very definitive, distinct voice. Yeah, oh yeah, like I want for them, sure. like because there's no yeah. mistaking who it is. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and and now's yeah. a good time to bring up guys for the low low fee of hundred and thirty dollars right now. It's on special. Yeah. Uh, I Nick Schaefer from mm. Convincing Idiots will do a yes. cameo for you. Uh, thirty seconds or under. And then uh, Brian Fisher here mm. uh, for a sixteen ounce container of Dean's mother's ham gravy. Uh, yep. will also give you a thirty second clip. So I be w- sure to look us yes. up on cameo. I would accept that as payment. Absolutely, without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> And or and or a pint from Ignite Brewing or something like that probably would be go. sufficient there you go. as well at, yes. our, at our current level of uh, stardom. So absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I would say the I mean the Ultimate Warrior his price was like rock bottom. Oh, was it? Rock, I'm, I'm joking. He's oh away. Yeah, oh I'm kidding. Oh, that's anyway. right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> I should I, I should have used. Uh, uh, Twain Johnson. Oh, Macho Man. Macho Man. Yeah, I should have yeah. used him because he passed away as well. Anyhow. That's right. Uh, yeah, okay. I forgot about the Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, it's too that bad. That sucks. Okay. Uh, last topic I have here. No, did you have any other topics? You covered your stuff, right? Uh, yeah, all my stuff that I had, I think, is uh, we've, got, we've gotten sure. through. Okay. Also, real quick, we already yeah, kind of talked a little bit about, but like, uh, so baseball season is is started again. Uh, yes. Yes, see. indeed. Full um, season, they're trying. Yeah, full season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, Maybe. some teams are even trying full stadiums. Did you see? Because my my Toronto Blue no. Jays here played the Texas Rangers the other day. They're in a series with the Texas Rangers. Oh, Texas and, lifted all their restrictions. Yeah, there's no limitations. That's a full house, man. Like as many people as you can yeah. fit in that son of a bitch, they're in there. That Some most of them are uh, without masks. Some of them have them. It's just what the hell ever. Does not seem. Yeah, I. It just it felt icky to even like visually look at it. I was like, yeah. this just feels wrong. Like it. Yeah. Just, I didn't know if you had had uh, taken note of that or had noticed that, but yeah. I did not see, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, people's gonna get sick. Unfortunately, I mean, it's too oh, bad. Yeah. It's too yeah. bad because people are, you know, you're out in that environment, even though you're outside and everything else, but you're, you're obviously you're close. You're going to drink, you're going to lose, you're going to be yelling and screaming and 
yeah, it's uh, some people's gonna get sick. Unfortunately, it's gonna it's gonna result in some spreader things. I'm sure. On, yeah. yeah, it's too bad. Well, in keeping with the slogan of the great state of Texas, everything is bigger in Texas, and that includes COVID nineteen numbers. So there you That's go. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we were so again. It was you know we're in Northeast Ohio, so Cleveland they probably could release the restrictions and maybe still have around the same number of fans. I think <laughs> that's probably yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad. It's too bad. 2016. Oh, well, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and one of the most unusual, uh, uh, television specials that I've ever seen advertised that we may ever see advertised in our entire lifetime, Nick. Okay. Uh, April 18th on NBC. So primetime, uh, major network, uh, two, and you think about one, it's hard to not think about the other, really, if you really think about this. So you have, uh, Michelle Obama teaming okay. up with, who do you think of when you say Michelle Obama? I mean, obviously Barack Obama. Oh uh, yeah, like, Barack. Okay. Like who, uh, who would be second? So Michelle Obama is a, uh, a powerful, uh-huh. Uh, black woman in yes. the United States of America. Correct. Has the uh, has, has captured our our attention and our yes. hearts. And right. uh, I would yep. say I would only liken to uh, to Michelle Obama to someone that of the same stature of an Oprah Winfrey or perhaps mm-hmm. a Miss Beyonce, uh, Queen Beyonce, mm-hmm. Knowles. Mm-hmm. Is there, are either one of these people the ones that you're speaking of? No, uh, you're incorrect. Uh, good choices. Good okay. Guesses. Uh, it would be none other than Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so, Michelle. Okay. Obama. Well, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe yeah. you missed that. I can't I know. believe you missed yeah, that. So, I mean, it's, you just gave yeah. me the perfect layup, and I just whipped yeah. like real hard. Yeah. I don't know. So, what's we'll, we'll right? So, yeah, Michelle Obama joins Matthew McConaughey for an NBC vaccination special. <laughs> uh, roll up your sleeves. So, yeah. So it's all about. Uh, so the former first lady, Matthew McConaughey, and Hamilton creator and star Lynn Manuel uh-huh. Miranda. Miranda, yeah. Yes. So obviously, hey, they're trying to do something good. They're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. A lot mm-hmm. of worry out there. A lot of misinformation doesn't help. Uh, people nervous about the vaccine. Certainly, the the you know at the end of the day, the more people that get vaccinated, you know, uh, things will open up more quickly and safely. Whether you believe in that or not, I don't care if you do. You and I believe in it, so whatever. Right. Uh, as does Dean, of course. That's why he's out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's just a, it, you think about the you think about back in the in the seventies. You know, you got the <laughs> the Carol Burnett. Sunny and share variety hour, and then you fast. <laughs> you take that and you fast. You fast forward to 2021, and you have the, uh, you know, the fucking vaccination special. For Christ's sake, you know mm-hmm. what a strange time that we are living through here. So, what do you think about the vaccination special? Do you think it's ridiculous? Do you think it sounds good? Are you will you watch any of it? Uh, what, what do you think? I think I think if you were to go back in time. And imagine what the future was going to be like. This version of reality is weirder than us having flying cars. <laughs> it is. Yes, indeed. 
Yes. Um, I don't know. I um maybe I don't know. I would I wouldn't not watch it. I guess I, I'm not gonna make time for it. Yeah. Um, but now I'm pretty interested. I honestly was not aware of this until you just said that. So um, I, I'm I'm interested now to mm-hmm. see what the dynamic duo of Michelle Obama and Matthew McConaughey can bring. <laughs> so there's that for starters. Um, is it are they co-hosting this event or I, it sounds it, like, it sounds like the th- it sounds like the three of them are probably co-hosting it like the, I can picture that is completely. it like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey hosting like the Oscars I, or whatever I have no the, clue I. I would assume so. I bet they're on the on the stage together, talking and encouraging people. I they'll probably have. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna have. I, I so like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe Waylon Flowers and Madam or something like that will come out. <laughs> they're still alive. I don't know. I wonder. So like, Michelle yeah. Obama is like Ted DiBiase like... gonna come out. Yeah, from cameo. <laughs> <laughs> For the low low fee. Of two hundred dollars, the million dollar man has made his way to the vaccination special. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think Jake I think Jake the Snake might have been on there too. By the way. How awesome would that be? Yeah. Um, yeah, he locks Matthew McConaughey in a room with a bunch of king cobras, like he did to the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, yeah, got him again. I like that. I, uh... I like that. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Okay, so that's interesting. Because you, you know damn So, like, Michelle Obama, over the years, uh, and her time as first lady, has headed up many health initiatives and things mm-hmm. like that. So, sure. when you say COVID-19 vaccination special hosted mm-hmm. by Mich- Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. no red flags are raised. I'm like, that mm-hmm. sounds like something she would do to try yep. to encourage people and to be to make, you know... Uh, a healthy decision if they're or if they're unsure to maybe put people at ease something like that um, and I'm not saying Matthew McConaughey doesn't care about people's health or safety I just feel like he's a little more of an off the board pick <laughs> in this one yeah um, I would be less shocked to hear Oprah or Beyonce I yeah in the, I just uh, but I mean okay well good on him he's definitely you know there's definitely star power there Matthew McConaughey we all know who he is Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. uh, it's interesting. It's definitely a, an interesting duo. Mm-hmm. Um, it can probably See, only be rivaled by Mike Myers and Kanye West at the Hurricane Katrina benefit. <laughs> yeah. See, you got, you got, you got to get the vaccine, man. So you got to, we got to get back into the flow. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As society, and you know, we're not really in the, fl- we're in the, you know. It's not in the flow, man. You know, is there any way he does not say all right, all right, all right? Is there? Any I was just way gonna say like, not say don't that? y'all, don't y'all miss just feeling all right, all right, all right. right. Oh, yeah. See, that might be a quote. You know, that's actually pretty good. We should, we should predict. I'm sure that we'll find a clip. Oh, of there's got There's gonna be a catchphrase. How will he? Sure. Yeah, we have, to, we have to, we have to work something in with Dean. Whoever gets the closest will. Uh, yeah, the two guys got to buy him a beer or something like that. So yeah, yeah. How how will Matthew McConaughey work in all right, all right, all right into I, what you said is pretty solid. So you, you can rethink yeah. your choice, but I think yeah. that's pretty good. So that we'll, yeah, we'll come back and recap that. So yeah, we'll have to predict that ahead of time. That's very yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, I've got yeah. something I got to go off in my head, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure, I'm gonna fine tune it. But yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's good. Well, that'll that'll oh, be boy. interesting. I I look forward to that. Will there be musical guests? Will there be appearances by other celebrities? I know, I, like, what's going on? Is this a telethon? What's going on? There's not much information, at least not in this particular. <laughs> COVID nineteen, 
Michelle yeah. Obama, Matthew McConaughey. That, those what are else, the, those are what the else words. do you want? What else That's do you right. want? Roll up if your you, damn if, sleeves. If you need more than that to watch, then uh, we don't, we can't help you. That's right. We just can't, we cannot help you at all. So, You're past yeah. the point of being saved. Sorry. That's right. That's right. You should just get the vaccine. You should just get sick and whatever happens. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. All right. So that's, uh, that's, that's what I got here. So, uh, you know, I think it's good. on that note. <laughs> it's hard to, I'll, it's hard to top Michelle Obama yeah. and Matthew McConaughey. So it, it really is. Yeah. This, this episode has been all right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dick, why don't you remind the good people out there where they can find us? If you don't mind, please, sir. Yes, of course. We can be found on Facebook and YouTube by searching for what is on Brian's beer glass right there. Convincing idiots. There it is. Look for that little Lion's Dinahead logo. He's on everything. Uh, we are also on Instagram at convincing underscore idiots. We're on Twitter at convincing idiot singular with no S on TikTok at convincing idiots. Uh, we can be reached via email at convincing idiots at gmail.com. Uh, we're available all of your major podcast platforms wherever you like to listen you will find us there you can also ask your home assistant device to play convincing idiots podcast and they will do exactly that so for another episode of convincing idiots i am nick i am brian and for our third member uh of convincing idiots dean harvey have we convinced you to roll up your sleeves with ourselves and newest member of the podcast, Michelle Obama and Matthew McConaughey. Roll up your sleeves. <laughs>